1: Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Normally, being a little
0: extra can be a bit much.
2: Welcome to One for the Road, the podcast about running and the rest of your life.
3: On this episode, we update you on our Strava group. We share our runners highs and runners lows and discuss why running is stupid. Well, really, not really. Yeah, but really.
2: Hi I'm Harry and I'm Lissy. Welcome to another episode. So this week in exciting Strava news we set up our own club on Strava.
3: I didn't even know you could do this. This was a
2: suggestion from Sam that we suggest we set up our own club. So we've done it and we're 11 members strong at the moment. (laughs) So if you're on Strava come join us.
3: What are our stats? I want some key Strava stats.
2: Um, key Strava stats. So yeah, there's 11 of us in here uh, this week. Oh no, that's me. I've run 10 and a half kilometres this week. Nice. Um, uh, I didn't, didn't tell How you our know? total. Oh, that's annoying. I wanted us to... Reduce Our group Yeah. Um, our, our key person, our leader every week so far, it's been two weeks, um, has been <laughs> Steph, who's like kicking all of our asses as usual. So, you know, maybe we'll just like leave her at the top and then we'll have an actual leaderboard <laughs> underneath her. But yeah, this went very down very well on um Twitter with uh, some some bants started already, um on the uh, leaderboard, which is good. Uh so yeah, come and join us on in our Strava group if you just search one for the Road Podcast. Um also noticed today that you can like set up events and club runs and stuff, so maybe that's something we'll have to investigate in the future.
3: Yeah. I'm really enjoying this. there's loads of pictures on it. You can see everyone everyone's taking photos of their runs and posting them.
2: Oh yeah, it's a really nice like um feature of Strava now that if you take a photo whilst on your run it automatically shows it on the app even if it wasn't one that you shared to social media it knows that it was at the time of your run
3: Ah, yeah you can see where where it was on your route as well creepy careful not to take too many photos of your house
2: (laughs) yeah a bit weird
3: (gasps) wow yeah there's some good park run ones in here as well like today's today's like we could have like a park run competition. Who's been to which park run? Yeah,
2: weekends are good for Strava activity, aren't they?
3: Um, So let's go straight into
2: our runners highs and runners lows. Harry, highs and lows this fortnight.
3: Uh, cool. Let's start with my high. I think my high's been today. This morning, I went to park run. I went to Southwark park run, which I haven't been to for a little while. And I caught up with our very good friend Lauren. We had a really nice, it's three laps of the park, which is fine as discussed we're not really fans of lap doing laps but but three is good yeah three is okay and we um just got a chance to chat really we just chatted more than thing uh we had quite a fun game with a man with a pram he overtook us then we overtook him then he overtook us then we overtook him he was like our main goal for the whole race
2: <laughs> people with prams at park parkrun scare me because they're always like
3: amazing yeah he was very speedy and he had it was like his pram was designed for running though there was it was a um, proper one. Yeah, it wasn't like full on buggy. There's a woman who I've seen at another park run I've been to, and it's like a, you know, like a normal pram, four wheels, quite wide berth. Like I always think that's that's just complicated. <laughs> like how does it take corners? You know, today's one looked more like a wheelbarrow.
2: Oh right, yeah. okay.
3: The baby seemed fine too. Yeah. I always sort of think, what's it like for the child? <laughs>
2: <laughs> because I pushed my nephew in his push chair uh a few weeks ago and tried to do a little bit of a jog with it and i was like oh this, this is difficult good good upper body workout ah, as well
3: i see yeah often they only run with it in one hand mm. do you think that's the technique thing because if you run with both hands do you yeah because you the, need your, your like arm um, to move it as yeah, well yeah for a bit of momentum i don't know if i'm ever going to be that kind of mum <laughs> or that ever kind of like if i have a child to, to, to
2: go running with them
3: okay what about your low Oh yeah, my low. I think. I, well, I because I've had that crazy. I've had a bit of a crazy old week, and um, went to Barcelona for like literally 24 hours. 20 Maybe like 28 hours. Okay. It was fast, but I got there, and it was for a conference. There's all the conferencey things happening, and I managed to squeeze in this like half an hour run. So it's it's a bit of like a half high running in Barcelona mm. and in shorts although mm, everybody nice. else every literally like obviously january in barcelona so lots of people were wearing their winter coats with scarves and i'm like prancing along the road in my in my tiniest running shorts because i was like this is, is warm it's so warm it was such a nice feeling it really was like vitamin d oh amazing nice that was great but the low of it actually the so it's not really a true low it was just that i wanted it to be longer i was just really sad that i only managed to do I don't think i even managed half an hour it was i kind of because i needed to be back to go networking and whatnot mm-hmm. didn't really have enough time so it's it's you know a kind of fake low yeah it's, i've got two highs this week <laughs> good what um, about you
2: so my i've got two highs one's not running but it's fitness related so mm-hmm. uh, a couple of weeks ago it was uh nike women's week and i was lucky enough to get a space at the yoga with fat buddha yoga which was in the shard oh,
3: that was the best one I wanted to get into that it was so good
2: so Dengue. I got into the seven o'clock in the morning session in mm. and it was in the Shangri-La hotel and mm. we were in a room that overlooked uh the kind of St Paul's side and yeah so it started when it was dark and over the course of the 45 minute class it got light and it was oh it's just so good was it
3: full glass so it was yeah. a bit of the shard you know like yeah. it was like a we were on a corner bit of the shard what a yeah. special experience like was, that's so unusual it was
2: so good and her classes are really good as well mm-hmm. and she took a time lapse of the whole class which i'll mm-hmm. put the link to it on the website and on our twitter because it's so good and you can see me in the corner it's like yay i am in. And you look, good too.
3: you look totally like being a proper yogi <laughs> it was so lovely
2: um so i think they do more cl- not her particularly but i think there is yoga classes that run in the shard, oh really so,
3: very yeah. right I Oh, I'm would it be pricey. yes i've heard that actually they're called like yoga
2: in the sky or something yeah something like that because like they have them in the sky garden as well because yeah. i looked at also they really do yoga yeah they do so them at strange. the tower at tower bridge on the glass floor but they oh. were they were really expensive i think they were like 30 plus quid a class <laughs> So yeah, treat yoga, but that was awesome. And my other high running wise was last weekend's long run. I joined my friend Michelle and some of her other friends for a football run. So for her marathon training, she's running to every football ground in London. I'm not supposed to, I'm not sure if that's a secret or not. Um, if it is, sorry. And last week we went to Craven <laughs> Cottage, uh, the home of Fulham Football Club. Which was a awesome little run. Well, not that little actually. Mm. Um, yeah, you're broken up some good miles. Kings Cross to Fulham along the river, and we went some bits of Battersea that I'd never been to before. Mm-hmm. So that was nice. Although it was raining most of the way, oh, yeah. but really good to get like, what was it, seventeen kilometers, or you know, I can't ten and a half miles. Okay, for good, the good. Imperial that's people. Terrible. That's so <laughs> many Yeah, that's good. You're you're tucking away the miles right now. Yeah, it's good. I love not marathon training.
3: It's interesting, isn't it? Without that pressure you're still you're probably doing more of the running than you were when you were marathon probably. training. Probably.
2: But it's also really nice to know that like 10 11 miles or yeah. 15 17k is like more than enough. Yeah. Whereas before you like that's your kind of absolute base and then you yeah. start ticking over that. So it's nice to not have to go over a half marathon distance.
3: Yeah, I do agree. I I really like I like to feel, I really want to, at the moment, I'm very happy when, when I can keep that kind of 10 miles mm. as my amount. I really like that. I feel it's a very nice number and a nice amount of time to be out running.
2: Um it's talking of marathons. Yes. I feel like I caught you out last episode about talking about Helsinki.
3: <laughs> you did a bit. Thoughts? <laughs> I haven't booked it. <laughs> I haven't booked a marathon. So my whole view on, oh, I'm never going to do a marathon again. Which I don't, I don't think I ever strongly said. No, I don't think you did either. And I, I didn't probably feel like that either. You're definitely not in my camp of, oh my god, marathons. No, I'm not there yet. Although, you know, probably give me one more. <laughs> That'll be enough. I'm definitely of the belief I'm not going to do them for the sake of it. I'm definitely of the belief that I'm only Anyone that does them. marathons
2: for the sake of it is weird.
3: Yeah, I'm not sure. Like, I say that as though, like, that's a thing. But, oh, it's a thing. But people do, like, I think more what I mean, I suppose, than, like, yeah, personally, is that in my roster of standard running to me having like two or three half marathons or even you know four half marathons in a year it is a lot Mm. and that's like a that's like a the furthest i would go or the most races i would do or the longest distances i would do i don't i like i don't feel like i want to make that roster about marathon distances yes. or ultra distances yeah. you know i'm quite happy that that's half marathon yeah and that a marathon is like a really big thing yeah and i keep that as like a big thing because i think I, for me the most thing was that like i really enjoyed it and i you know the broad scope of it and i liked the training it wasn't like the training killed me but i also am enjoying remembering like that i'm you know that i'm not doing it so I'm trying to build that moment so that I do it when I really want to mm-hmm. and it's been the right amount of time. I am quite keen on trying to get my time down a little bit. Because I uh, <laughs> quite like to be able to just say, I, to, I can do a four-hour a four hour marathon. <laughs> um, So I was thinking about the September, because I was sort of, we're talking about doing a Scandinavia holiday, summer mm-hmm. holiday. So I kind of half thought, oh, I could work in a, that could be the start <laughs> of the trip. Yeah. Cause I'm not doing very much running tourism this year, but, um, I then thought, actually I would rather have maybe a bigger goal next year yeah, and, and say, and save it. Cause it's mm. that's to me, I w- would quite happily do a half in September and, you know, still get to do running tourism. So yeah. So maybe next year, watch this space. <laughs> Probably going to go in the Tokyo ballot.
2: <laughs> Ooh, interesting. That is good. Mm. Okay, well, I think that kind of ties in nicely with saying that um, running is stupid.
3: (laughs) Today on the podcast, we share with you our thoughts that running is stupid. One year in, something's hit home for us. Tell me, Lizzie, why do you think running is stupid?
2: Well, it is stupid. There's lots of reasons why. So this this has come about from a really funny BuzzFeed article that uh, came out this week. Uh, which probably isn't going to work very well in a podcast format given (laughs) it's all visual but we're going to go for it anyway Uh, 15 charts that will only mean something to people who love running and they're just stupid things that people think whilst running or going for a run or that kind of thing like the one that says reasons you love to run and it's like a quarter, uh, these are all pie charts a quarter alone time, a quarter stress management, half bagels it's true is true.
3: You can never eat bagels when you don't run.
2: <laughs> this is true, because apparently bagels are like... Are they like, really bad for you? They're like the equivalent of like eight slices of bread. <gasps> Why? Because they're like really dense. Oh. Which I love bagels. kind of ruined the joy of bagels for me. So I was like, yeah. yeah, they're the same as toast, right? I thought they were just the same as toast. No. Oh. I don't think they are. Well,
3: well, there's a revelation. That's what I'm saying. Well, I'll just have to keep running. Yeah. So I can eat bagels.
2: Thoughts you have whilst running... is this this sports bra working do I have to pee how long have I been out here how much longer till I'm home carbs
3: (laughs) there's definitely a lot of meal planning that goes on when I'm running I'm like what am I going to eat when I get home what order shall I do things in and it will be like shall I shower and like and I could stretch while I'm in the shower yeah like logistics
2: planning but this one's all wrong because carbs is like
3: the biggest proportion of it but for me it should definitely be do I have to pee (laughs) yeah you always do don't we I like that's one of the main things I remember about you from when I first met you was like knowing where every toilet is in London. I am still yet to do this and I keep saying this all the time, that
2: I need to do like a comprehensive post of mm. where all the best public toilets are in London for when you go running. But that is a massive concern. But again, why why running is stupid? Because no other point in my life do i feel like a five-year-old where i'm like i need the toilet i need the toilet i need the toilet <laughs> all the time i'm
3: like what other sport is like that you don't need it there's not really no, sports where you're so concerned about your your whole yeah, bowel no other
2: sport you'll run like 10 miles away from your house mm. to a like, place with a isn't anything no exactly um your laundry oh, like 90 yeah. percent running clothes tiny sliver everyday clothes
3: I mean also true of any sporting activity just thinking about in our household between the cycling kit and yeah. the running kit we're just washing lycra all of the time
2: I had a really horrible moment the other night where I went to go for a run and I was meeting people at a specified time and I thought I'd got my washing out of the washing machine and I hadn't and all of my kit was in there so I basically had to just wear like normal clothes to go running in <laughs> <laughs> turned up in like oh, an no. actual cotton t-shirt and a like grey Marl hoodie it's like this is not going to go well yeah I am hot
3: and sweaty yes great um, what oh. else is good in here things like when you forget stuff like too often when I well told you about the time no, I don't know if I've told you about this it's fairly embarrassing I don't know if I should share it like I forgot my sports bra mm. but yet decided that it would still be fine to run so I uh, but the straps on your backpack are surprisingly supportive oh, right oh what like if you like buckle them up you can buckle yourself in quite snug (laughs) (laughs) it was the worst that's really funny i ran like 5k and was like this was such you're just like gonna strap yourself down with your strap i did it you know because there's two straps yeah so i made the other lower hip strap come up quite high (laughs) but then i thought if people like who knows what that looked like my god (laughs) you know those women you always see and you're like you need a better bra you need a better bra. I was. That you're morning. just like you need you need a bra, bra. <laughs> I was wearing a bra just just not, not a sports one <laughs> really not an appropriate one
2: I think this is this is my favorite one where it's a pie chart where it says how much you want to go for a
3: run right now and it's literally half and half so much literally not at all <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah that's what happened this morning Lauren and I had to text bully ourselves into doing the park run because we both were like oh I just don't really it's going to rain I don't really feel like it. Yeah, what else in life do you really, really
2: not want to do but also what Also, these people that actually want to go for a run, like, 95% of the time. Yeah, I know. I would say, yeah, there's, there's some times when you're, like, so ready for it. The times I'm so ready for it are usually the times that I don't have my kit with me or it's, like, 3 o'clock in the afternoon and I'm sat in a meeting at work and I'm like, oh, I could really go for a run right now.
3: Yeah, just need to get outside. I love I love this. this is a Like, they've made how many of these? 15? No. we could add so many we could add so many more <laughs> what were we just saying oh fuel like noon ugh.
2: yeah the things that you eat and drink because you feel you ought to or you've been told are good for running ugh so we were just having a noon discussion so I drink quite a lot of noon some of the flavours are alright but sometimes if you got the ratio a bit wrong they would taste like soluble paracetamol with a bit like powdery texture they're like rehydration yeah they're like
3: electrolyte tablets other brands are available <laughs>
2: Yeah, I can't give you an example, but... but there are. But they are. I got given a tube of watermelon ones the other day, and they just say, it's disgusting.
3: (laughs) Watermelon doesn't really sound like one, though.
2: You know, when you get
3: things and they just smell really synthetic, a bit like bleach. Mm. Anything like that, where they're like, oh, you know, like the bars. The shot blocks are a good example of Mm. that. uh, Cliff do those, like, they're like kind of jelly texture. And I had, when I first started running, that was what I used when I was fueling. And they had like strawberry ones and blueberry ones and also they do it only in the u.s i think mojito flavor which is i suppose just like lime and salt but just
2: ugh. you don't yeah you don't need the taste of a mojito
3: whilst you're running no and i've that's but that's even where i find when they're like caramel and stuff i'm kind of like this is i don't want this Chocolate, right now love. yeah not nothing chocolatey Ooh. but then again also artificial banana is like the worst thing ever
2: <laughs> any artificial fruit so I was having a conversation about gels the other day so like energy gels that you use on long runs mm. and I don't use them anymore because they're gross and so synthetic and so sugary and mm-hmm. always make me feel sick yeah and no other point in my life would I put that in my body oh so gross and yeah they always have like yoghurt and banana or yoghurt and strawberry ugh
3: yeah i find the whole fueling thing quite difficult on that note about <laughs> running is stupid um because it is a bit like i don't want to do what i would do outside of my like what i would not normally eat but then i'm aware that i need to eat enough to give me enough fuel to keep mm. going and i want to maximize my performance or whatever but um yeah i've never got along with gels they make me very sick yeah so i i had i did like For the marathon i had like a cliff i had a cliff bar and a track bar Mm. so like those bars they're just like smushed up stuff and they're fairly i mean they've still got some crazy things in them yeah i'm still like wouldn't you know i want to go one step further but i was pleased as to have something a bit more solid Mm. than to have the
2: uh naked bars are quite good but you actually do have to probably have to eat a lot
3: of naked bar would you
2: yeah also you have to they're so not dense yeah and they're quite dry that you actually you have
3: to kind of like stop yeah. eat them take a drink eat them i actually tried i think a naked part when i was running once and basically nearly choked i had a bit of like a whole like choking debacle while trying. i to had run. one
2: or well, i had a bit of one last weekend and everyone had finished their mouth when i started running and i still had some so i was kind of like my mouth was stuck together whilst trying to breathe and run it's just not good mm. what else to do with fueling oh yeah so just around as well like getting up early enough to
3: have oh, a big enough yeah. breakfast oh i totally failed at that this morning uh, not this morning yesterday morning i was going planning my long run i set my alarm for an hour before missed the alarm just slept straight through <laughs> woke up at the time i was intending to go for the run right um so so in the end didn't do any proper f- like didn't fuel as i would have eaten a bowl of porridge um and i was we were discussing this earlier and saying how actually like I just feel low in energy. Like, mm. I didn't I didn't run as good as I normally would because I just felt really hungry, really tired. So, yeah, running is stupid because you have to think about all of these extra things.
2: Yeah, and running is stupid because some people go up and do a half marathon without any breakfast. You know who you are.
3: <laughs> I like that you look at me as though that was me. It's not no, me. No, it's not. It's
2: not me. But I would imagine there's actually quite a lot of people listening that do that. Don't do that. That's do that. Really, that. really silly.
3: What? Is- it's that thing of like yes I know it's all like what works for you blah, blah blah but also like I didn't feel good yesterday I ran eight miles without eating any breakfast and I didn't I just didn't like I know I can run a lot faster than I did yesterday I have lots of examples where I feel crap from not eating enough
2: running and also I've just realised that I didn't do my run as low oh which is very related to this so I'll do it now anyway so it was that i um went and gave blood on tuesday
3: oh oh yeah i saw your half cropped picture
2: <laughs> well on the on this day on facebook today mm. my la- photo from last year was uh. a needle in my arm but i didn't crop that one so it's back <laughs> yeah started cropping out the needle in my arm anyway um i thought i'd be able to run on tuesday night mm. after giving blood in the morning and for some reason well i know exactly the reason because i didn't feel beforehand mm. went and gave you know an, eighth, blood. an eighth of my blood away thought i'd be able to run actually couldn't really do a lot for whole, all of the day yeah knocked you out it affected me way more than it usually does in fact i got in the lift at work and got out of the lift like six floors higher up and kind of fell out of the lift
3: because i got so Hello. light-headed
2: Hello. like walked around the
3: corner and my team were like you've come really gray i was like <laughs> and that do you think it was just because yeah the food it wasn't did you eat before can you eat beforehand you're supposed
2: to eat like a really good breakfast and drink loads of water so I drank loads of water but my breakfast was like a banana
3: Mm, so not
2: great and yeah I was like yeah I've done this loads of times I'll be able to go for a run on in the evening (laughs) Uh, no no I couldn't no I couldn't at all couldn't even like even getting up and downstairs kind of wore me out really knocks you out Uh, So yeah, just went for a massive dinner instead and refuelled afterwards, which is the wrong way around to do it. (laughs) Preventative rather than kind of afterwards. So everyone's got reasons they think running is stupid.
3: And yet we do it anyway. (laughs) Yeah,
2: so let us know what your reasons that running is stupid are on Twitter. Get in touch. Tell us what they are. So for the London series this week, we're going to tackle one that we've been putting off for a while because it's just a bit epic, and that is breakfasts. So... I don't feel like this is the final word in breakfast. I think this
3: could change over time. But right now, yeah, these are our favourite breakfasts. And I sort of think we could, this could be defined as breakfast. We could also look at brunch as a separate topic. Oh, brunch is separate. That's a good point because this is very specifically breakfast. Mm. Okay. Can you
2: hear how excited we are about breakfast? It is my favourite meal of the day. Oh my God. God. It's my
3: favourite meal to go out for. Oh, yeah.
2: I I love going for breakfast. It's great use of pre work time. Anyway.
3: So smug as well. Oh. I love going to work and being like, "I've just met my friend for breakfast."
2: Yeah, I'm so cosmopolitan. So London, <laughs> so London. London. <laughs> oh my god, we're such dickheads. Anyway,
3: <laughs> right? I uh, know it? Yeah. <laughs> Go on then. So,
2: my favourite breakfast at the moment. I'm going to caveat it with at the moment is mm. Uh I went yesterday with my team. Uh, mm. So some of my team, so there's six of us. Um, some had been for breakfast, some hadn't, and uh, oh my god, it's just so good. <laughs> which one so that it's a chain but not a very big chain four four restaurants i've been to the shoreditch one and yesterday we went to king's cross and i had i usually have the bacon and egg naan yesterday i had sausage and egg naan with masala beans on the side and i had their chai for the first time which uh was amazing as everyone said it was and it's bottomless and oh my god it's just so good it's spicy but not too spicy the naan bread's amazing and it's just really good all-round experience. Like the service is really quick and really nice, and it's, it's just been... cozy but casual. It's oh. one of
3: my favourite lo- restaurants in London in general, and I think from people who've travelled, they always say that that's quite. It's quite authentic Indian cuisine as well, mm. which feels nice. Um, and yeah, I mean, just the breakfast is pretty epic. It's a good
2: take, I think. I tried to go for dinner last night, which was a bit extreme, given that I went for breakfast as well. But really the um, the queue was insane. So. <laughs> It's a very popular uh, I need to place. find five
3: friends to go for dinner with because then you can make a reservation. Yeah, it's true. Oh, I'm there. <laughs> sure we can find others. Um, my favourite. My favourite is a place we went the other week. Mm-hmm. We, um, a great kind of quick before work but plenty of seating is it's called Fleet Street Press. It's on Fleet Street. Mm-hmm. Uh, conveniently, we've discovered it's a really good equal distance between our workplaces, yep. which is useful. But they had brilliant porridge which was like £2.50, mm. which sounds incredible. I hear the incredulousness in my voice. Porridge can be very expensive these days. I paid £4 for porridge the other day, and it cried. I went to somewhere the other day where they had porridge on the menu at
2: £7.95. Can you imagine? Did it come with the rest of the box? Because <laughs> a bag of oats... <laughs> I know. Like, it came with a couple of toppings, but £8 for porridge. Oh, my
3: days. Mm. Um, it did good coffee. And again, the price of coffee now in London £2.80 for a flat white is it's not acceptable £3 nearly whereas there two forty. I paid £3.20 for a flat white
2: the other day mm. and a little bit of me died inside
3: the price of things in London is annoying in itself but I feel like those things that to me are quite like buying like coffee bread and milk are the things that I really notice when the price goes mm. up just lovely casual atmosphere really friendly stuff and and good priced food. Yeah, because I think breakfast shouldn't be a massive hassle, like especially
2: on a weekday. No. Oh my god, such dickheads! Like, oh, I go up for breakfast on a weekday. Anyway,
3: we get up early to do it. Yeah, it's fine. <laughs> breakfast strongly recommended.
2: So get in touch with us um, on the internet. We are on Twitter and Instagram at oftr podcast. Um, our website is oftrpodcast.wordpress.com and you can email us on ofdrpodcast at gmail.com and we're still on the hunt for people to join in our birthday podcast so if you feel like you want to record something for us get in touch and we'll tell you what we're after
3: (laughs) i love how cryptic you are yeah i know i think we're excited about it yes we just want to know we want to share our love of running and that running is not stupid Yes, world. exactly.
2: It will be kind of like the opposite of this episode where we celebrate running for all its goodness rather than say how stupid it is. Also, we're planning some kind of IRL uh, birthday event. So I like
3: how I always say I-L-R and that's not the right way around, is it?
2: I-R-L equals in real
3: life. Yeah, you can run with us in real life.
2: Yeah, we're going to do a birthday run. Oh, um, can we have cake at the end? Definitely. So if you're in London on the 6th of March. Yeah, it's Sunday the 6th of March. So keep that in your diary if you fancy coming for an IRL run with us.
3: Yay! There'll be cake. Um, we also, as we talked about last episode, have started our newsletter. Yay! Our first one went out at the weekend. Woo! We are going to make it hopefully more regular, <laughs> um, but it'll be in the alternating weeks to this podcast, so you can get a little dose of Lizzie and Harry every week if you'd like.
2: Yeah, but in written form, not our voices. So yeah, break weekly one for the road dose. So if you want to sign up for that, go to our website and there's a sign up form there.
3: That's it for now. We've got a busy couple of weeks coming up.
2: We'll see you
3: soon. See you soon.